0: Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kids' best summer yet at St. Louis University. Time to
1: rewind. It's the Chris and Amy Rewind Recap. All right, Amy. What did we do today to start the show? Well, I'll tell you what we did to start the show. Um, We talked about the Rams money and where it should be spent. Mm -hmm. And you still have an opportunity to vote. $250 $250 million for improvements in the city of St. Louis have been allocated, and now it's a question of how they are actually going to spend that money. You can go to stlewis.citizenlab.co. You have to fill out some forms, and then you can be one of the almost 9,000 yeah. people who have responded. You have Here's how they do it. They give you 10 tokens, and there are 20 different things and you can put as many tokens on whatever things mm-hmm. you think the city should spend the money on.
2: That is So there are two little squares on the main page voting on ideas. You click on that. That's on the left. That's the tokens one. Yeah, it's yellow. Yep, it's yellow. Then on the right, there's a little blue square called Ideas Portal. And that is where you can, where I was talking about the cards, where you can type on these digital cards your ideas... It's still open, so I I guess you can still type in your ideas, but the tokens are voting on the prioritized ideas. So you definitely want to, at the very least, vote. You don't have to fill out a card. And and you can
1: choose from, again, there are 20 things that you can put your tokens on, your votes Mm -hmm. on. And um, supporting real estate development downtown or near North St. Louis is an option. A grant program for small businesses to locate downtown, which I think is important. Traffic
2: calming Um, and pedestrian friendly street design.
1: Yeah. So there are are all kinds of things that you can Mm -hmm. vote on. And um, do it by tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day. So, look, we th- this city needs a ton of improvement. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody is going to question that. Um, and it comes in the form of little things and big things. So like, I guess we just tackle it all at once.
2: Yeah. Replacement of water mains. That's a huge one. Think pave of all the, the bricks, roads. Pave the roads. Uh, this one's near and dear to Ranji's heart. Youth driver's education program. Oh, my
1: God. Because y'all in Missouri, you know what you're doing. And I Listen. can't believe you don't have to take driver's ed. It's nuts. And it shows in the traffic. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Oh, tell, hey, dude. What? Dude, Amy, you cannot drive. It's very, very bad.
2: I am a great driver.
1: Mm. What happened at Tower 22 in far northern Jordan right on the edge of the borders with Syria and Iraq, is that that had never been targeted before. The drone that came in that landed and killed three U.S. service personnel, injured more than 40, came in right behind a U.S. drone that was landing. So to let the U.S. drone land, the air defense system was taken offline and that air defense system was not nearly as sophisticated as other places where U.S. military personnel are in the region because it had never been targeted before. That's a terribly unfortunate set of circumstances. Major Garrett talking with us today. He does every Thursday at 1030.
2: Chief Washington correspondent for CBS News. And CBS uh, has confirmed that U.S. officials have confirmed to them that there have been plans approved for a series of strikes And this will take place over a number of days against various targets, including Iranian personnel and facilities in Iraq and Syria. So this is part of that response to the drone strike, to which Major Garrett was referring, that killed three U.S. service members and injured about 40.
1: And we also talked to him about the border bill, which was agreed upon in a bipartisan way in the Senate. But in the House, it appears to be DOA. At least that's what um, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson said, that um, it's it's not good enough, even though he hasn't seen the entire bill. And I know that there has been a lot of talk in the last week about uh, former President Trump um, telling people in the House that, They should not pass a deal because it just gives a win to Joe Biden. Here's my issue with this. If the border is a problem, okay, it needs to be addressed. Nobody is going to disagree that the border has to be addressed. But why does it have to be a win? Why can't it be a win for everybody? Why does it have to be a win for... Look, you're not going to do... Neither side is going to do anything that 100% appeases each side. There's going to have to be a give and take here, right? It cannot be a, hey, we get everything we want or we don't do it at all. It can't be like that. This border thing can be a win for everybody. It could be a win for Biden. It could be a win for the the House Republicans who can say, hey, look, we got something done. We're starting to address the border. Let's start somewhere. We'll go from here and then maybe we can make improvements down the road. When a border bill has not been passed for almost 40 years. Mm -hmm. We're going to complain about this one not being good enough? Well, it's...
2: They haven't even seen it yet. It's the nature of partisan politics, baby. And there would be some pretty big changes made. I know there's been a lot been made about the 5,000. If there are 5,000 immigrants, migrants at a certain port, then everybody gets turned away no matter what. And people have said, oh, 5,000, that's a lot for a day or a week. Well, it is, but it would change fundamentally the power of the word asylum, because once you hit 5,000, even if you say I'm seeking asylum, I'm in immediate danger, you will be turned away. Right. That is pretty big compared Mm -hmm. to what we've got happening right now. I just want to throw this out there since you did said, why does everything have to be a win in the nature of partisan politics? Something that's been under talked about. I don't want to say under reported because it's being reported. I just don't think people... I want to talk about it. When I say people, I mean Democrats or Republicans. The US set a new record for annual oil production on on December fifteenth. This was based on data from the Energy Information Administration. This means they have the US crude oil production surpassed the old record that was set yeah. in twenty nineteen. And Republicans don't want to talk about it because it happened under a Democrat. And Democrats don't want to talk about it because it happened under a Democrat. Because, right, that's not what the... Dem- the there's I been such know. an I, emphasis I, on clean energy. Yeah. And this has been something that um, that different political uh, pundits, uh, the eggheads, right, political eggheads have said. This is not really being touted by the Biden administration or those on the left because the left also has to court the anti... Oil anti gas powered vehicles crowd right. They're supposed to be clean. We're not. We're going to cut down on crude oil. Sure. But then Republicans don't want to tout it because it's giving credit to the Biden administration. Well, first of all,
1: it it does seem like I've I'd have to go back and look, but I do feel like I've heard Democrats say, well, they keep talking about energy independence, and that Joe Biden has has led us away from that, but he's pumped more oil. But the fact that you have
2: to think about it, right? It's not being. It's not being put Well, because I, I think other streets. things are bigger.
1: Yeah. It, with the exception of Republicans saying over and over and over and over again that we need to be more energy independent, and Biden is not mm-hmm. providing that for us. So what they should be doing is pushing back and saying, well, actually, you're wrong, because we've pumped more oil than Trump did.
2: It's just kind of— Or, it's, it's or, interesting. or George Bush. Yeah, it's interesting because— Or Obama. This is, I think, a right. good thing.
1: Um, I mean, we do have to get a handle on the— on the fuels, on the fossil fuels, because we're not in a good place there. We're not in a good place there. Um, But, yeah, I I think we have to be – the majority of people in the country want there to be compromise, and that goes for everything. I know there are some people that want no compromise whatsoever Uh, at any point for any reason. We have to win. We have to win. But on this border issue, it's a bipartisan deal. It's a bipartisan deal. It, James Lankford, a Republican, says we yeah. got to do this, man. It's a it's a good deal. And Can it's I conservative.
2: Go off a, on a little tangent here. Just because I believe in being a good steward of the earth um, for a lot of reasons. But I think it's our responsibility to not abuse the earth and its resources. Uh, I, I am not a climate doomsdayer, but we are affecting the client. How can you pump all the gases and smoke into the air and all of that without... It's naive to think we're not affecting it. Right. But I also, what I push back, and this is why I think climate activists and even just people who are concerned about the climate need to work on their messaging. Um, One, the doomsday stuff doesn't work because you start to, it's like the boy who cries wolf. And two... They have to acknowledge that when it comes to alternative fuel, electric vehicles, solar panels, it's not necessarily the panacea that they say it is. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Electric's got to come from somewhere. The lithium batteries, that's hugely disruptive to the environment. And what made me think of this is I just read a story about plastic bags, right? Like in Colorado, they ban plastic bags or you have to at least buy them. The reusable bags are supposed to be better for the environment than these single-use plastic bags, theoretically, but in practice, people are buying the heavier, thick plastic bags that actually have a bigger impact on the environment, but they're only using them two or three times. So the states that stopped having the plastic bags and say you've got to buy the reusable ones are seeing a bigger carbon imprint because people's habits aren't matching the ideal and that's why i just think we have to understand there's the ideal of yes we need to change we need to change our ways but it can't it can't be so drastic with with catastrophic language because people are just going to say what? what no I'm fine
1: we talked to Matt Pauley about uh, all the free agents that are still out there waiting to be signed as we get closer to spring training
3: I'd still like some things to change with the roster and there's a million free agents that are available it's just it is remarkable we are less than two weeks away from pitchers and catchers reporting and there are a lot of free agents that are still there. There, There's four guys who are considered top 10 free agents going into this offseason who have yet to, yet to sign deals with Bellinger and Chapman and, uh, and Snell and Montgomery. So uh, to me, it feels like the story is really starting to shift into that, that there's so many guys available. When are they going to start signing? Because the last thing anybody wants, especially from a pitching standpoint is to show up late to uh, spring training. So these guys have got to start signing their deals. Uh, sooner than
1: later. Matt Pauly, um, like a lot of people, still believe that the Cardinals will acquire another reliever before they get to spring training. I suppose it's possible it does happen uh, during spring, which is coming up. And by the way, he will have tonight from 6 to 8 countdown to opening day. Matt Adams will be his guest. And you can listen to it right here on KMOX.
2: We also talked about Taylor Swift. Swift And how Ronge believes that she is part of the deep state.
1: That's right. She's part of the deep state. Um,
2: It was a a long game.
1: It started 20 years ago.
2: They play the long game. They
1: played the long game. The intent was, uh, well, Joe Biden 20 years ago decided Mm -hmm. he was going to be president and was going to run for reelection in 2024 after he won the first time and that he was going to make her a star so that she could then date a Kansas City Chiefs Mm -hmm. player.
2: In the middle of a dynasty,
1: in the middle of a dynasty, which means who, who, then win the Super Bowl, yeah. and then after the Super Bowl, uh, she can endorse Biden. This is a and, this is a Pentagon psyop long and game. And here's
2: why Ranj believes this: it means that it was not a simple mistake; it was not an accident that the Chicago Bears did not sign Patrick. Mahomes. Right.
1: That's you know what. I did not even think about that.
2: That's why you're so committed to this because so, this is deep state. I mean, this is this is oh ugly. My gosh. Like, um, yeah. what's it called? Illuminati stuff.
1: It, oh the my Bears God, it should is. be
2: the dynasty
1: because there's no way she would have dated anybody on the Bears,
2: right? And well, and the Bears would have ruined Mahomes. He wouldn't have been good. Oh my
1: gosh, you're so right about. This. And then guess yep. what?
2: Guess what? Kelsey, he's not going to be great. He's hey. playing with whoever
1: uh, on the s- Chiefs. Sidebar: the, Did you see the? Um, the photo of, of Patrick Mahomes. And by the way, you can listen Did to anything. that photo? we the photo? Hold on. Anything you, you, anything you missed on the show today, it's on the Odyssey app, yeah. A-U-D-A-C-Y-K-M-O-X.com. Um, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. a photo is out there yeah. of him with his shirt off. And I don't know where it's from.
2: Oh, and with Tom Brady with his shirt off? Yeah,
1: yeah. So he's got a little bit of a dad bod, right? <laughs> yes. And people are giving him a hard time because he's got a dad bod. Here's this professional yeah. athlete. And he said. <laughs> He tweeted and said, yo, why you got to do me like that? <laughs> man, he goes, he says, I got kids. <laughs> what do you want from me, man? I have What's children. funny
2: is I saw that photo. I thought it was like Photoshopped. Because no. he's such an amazing athlete. You don't picture him.
1: It's not that bad. Not
2: having like an eight pack.
1: He does not have an eight pack, no, but he's fine.
2: He drank an eight pack.
1: Oh, stop it.
2: <laughs> it's not, It's Drink- not bad. It's not that he, he looks fine. How dare you
1: call Patrick Mahomes fat? No, no.
2: Not, the thing is, he looks relatable. And there's nothing about Patrick Mahomes that's relatable because he's such a freak of nature. He's so gifted. He's so talented. He's so athletic that I think in my head you just assume that he looks like uh, Thor. I don't know.
1: Well, they is all Thor don't Thor look muscular? like that. Yes. okay. He's a god. He's a literal god.
2: Well, you're you're saying they can't, literal gods can't have... A dad bod?
1: Mm. Probably not. <laughs> a god bod. <laughs> Why did you whisper that like you didn't feel like you could say it into I, a microphone? I wouldn't normally
2: say that. You're so... It just rhymed.
1: All right. <laughs> a god bod. Yeah. Yeah. Someone in this office has a god bod. We're going to figure out who it is. Chris and Amy on KMOX. You know what that is? It's a banger
2: train tickets,
1: train tickets, not for the train, but for the band train and REO Speedwagon. They're going to be
2: train tickets. Okay, Joe Biden,
1: (laughs) train REO Speedwagon, July 16th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And because we love you, what are you trying to derail something here? (gasps) Speaking of trains, speaking of trains, what?
2: No, no, because we love you.
1: Yeah, we have tickets to give away.
2: That's right. I think you should tell people why I called you Joe Biden.
1: Because he loves trains?
2: Well, yeah, because he loves trains and because I, I'm not the one who called you Joe Biden. You oh, took, my friend did. You took the train. Because I took the Amtrak
1: to Chicago. And my, I told my buddy and he said, how'd you get here? And I said, I took the train. He goes, what are you, Joe Biden? But <laughs> uh, it was really funny.
2: <laughs> I think it's adorable. <laughs> it
1: is. So, um, yes, they are here July 16th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater we got a pair of tickets to give away right now. Call the contest line. Be number five. Mm-hmm. Caller number five. Three, one, four, nine, five, five, eleven, twenty. Three, one, Good luck. If you don't win today, you'll still have an opportunity tomorrow.
2: One more opportunity tomorrow. One more. That's it. Oh, my gosh. And we
1: got tickets next week to give oh, away, I too. Oh, I can't
2: wait to talk about that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. I don't know great. if we're allowed to. I, I don't, don't think, think we, we can, can say it
1: yet. But we have more tickets to give away next yeah. week. So To something different. To a different thing. Different thing. Won't be trained in REO Speedwagon, so best of luck to you. You want to get to a quick phone call? Yeah. Uh, let's talk to Mike, who is with us in Kirkwood. Hello, Mike.
3: Hello, Joey B. Hey. <laughs> Joey
2: B. <laughs> hey,
1: what's going on?
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe Same Joey B. Joey <laughs> B. Joe Biden. Hey, I'm, hey. I'm doing great. Sorry, I'm I love stuck. a good train. Yeah, he loves trains. I'm. Thank you for calling. Face I'm doing call. great. What's up, Mike? What's up?
3: I can't, I can't follow you guys, but uh, to get back on track with what you were talking about, I don't know, 20 minutes ago or so, this quarter of a billion from the Rams, I don't understand why there's no more talk being made about the safety of St. Louis. Police hiring them, technology, whatever, but everything everybody's talking about, for God's sakes, trash pickup. I mean, I've been listening to you guys all day, and none of these things. They're going to matter if there's no people in St. Louis. So you've been if, listening if nobody...
1: all. You've been listening all day. Would you say you've been picking up trash? <laughs> <laughs>
3: As a matter of fact, I did. I'm a long time. Uh, resident. I, I'm born and raised in St. Louis. I moved rurally in my retirement here, but my whole and my kids still live in St. Louis, so I'm in St. Louis all the time. Sporting yeah. events, driving around, no part of St. Louis I don't go into, and at certain time of days, I'm not afraid to go into.
1: Right. Well, let me <laughs> let me say the fact this. That the matter is, M- my guess I know is, people
3: that I used to work with yeah. in uh, in a hospital in St. Charles, they won't cross the river.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know afraid that.
3: To go to St. Louis.
1: I, I, that's, there's no question. We we talk about outsiders and, Mm -hmm. and Mike, we appreciate the phone call. Uh, Call back anytime. But we, there are people from not just the immediate area, but all over the country who think it's, it's dangerous. I wonder, though, if, if money for police, fire, first responders is separate than this $250 million. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I mean, we—I saw that as part of the idea, but yeah. exactly how the city is going to be dealing that? Because remember, we have ARPA funds, and the ARPA funds are being invested, and hopefully, that's a sustainable bank for but us.
1: Thank you for the phone call, Mike. Um, you've got the phone number; you can call anytime. So let's talk about what happens when a team does not go to the Super Bowl, but they have an opportunity, and there are T-shirts that go somewhere. How it all happens? We'll discuss that next on KMOX. Congratulations, Becky, in Oran, Missouri, which is uh, just about a half hour south of Cape Girardeau. Uh, Becky is going to see Train and REO Speedwagon at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater July 16th. We do have one more pair of tickets to give away. You'll have to be listening for your chance to win tomorrow.
2: Congratulations. Congratulations yep. to Becky. Hey, speaking of winners, you know, when the Chiefs won the AFC Championship game, they immediately put on the AFC Champs hats and shirts. And that means they also had AFC Championships hats and shirts for the Baltimore Ravens. Were they to win? The same thing will happen with the Super Bowl. And if you've wondered, Wait a minute. If they print out all of those other shirts and hats and then that team doesn't win, we what can't do, go to waste? What do they do with all the merchandise? Well, um now there's a charity. The past I think two decades, they've taken that merchandise of the incorrect winner and given it to countries in need and to give us more information about this project that kind of quietly goes on behind the scenes of the NFL is Romaine Seguin. She is the CEO of Good 360. Romaine, thanks so much for joining us.
4: Oh, you guys, it's such an honor to be on. My family and I are originally from St. Louis. My mom used to listen to you guys all the time. She'd put her TV on mute and listen to Camo X <laughs> baseball awesome. games. Oh, so I had fan- to share that with you. Fantastic. Oh, that's, that's what awesome. most people do.
1: At home, they're watching TV but listening to us.
2: <laughs> well, Absolutely. for the baseball games and all of that,
4: yeah. So so thank you for having me on. So we've been partnering with the NFL for 10 years now. Okay. And as you stated, going into the championship games on Sunday, all four teams are winners. Mm-hmm. But we know in reality two are going to come out as non-winners. So this year it was Detroit and Baltimore. So as soon as the non-winners are determined – we put logistics in motion and go get the non-winner's gear it's t-shirts it's sweatshirts it's hats it's towels and then we place it deep into countries that the nfl is not as popular as it is in the united states so this year it's going to ukraine Mongolia, estonia Mm -hmm. and This is these are underserved communities. So a child will get a hat on his head or, you know, a shirt to keep him warm at night. So I'm just really proud that we take care of people and the planet.
1: So how does Good 360, um, you know, in the first place, go about getting a hold of all of this merchandise? What is that? What's that process like and how did that begin?
4: So we work with the NFL. The NFL controls all the merchandising, and then they tell us the distribution centers of the non-winners where the merchandise is because it never moved to its final point because they were non-winners. So we accumulate all the gear from both cities, and then we send it once we get all the gear, then we send it uh, overseas. And we bet who gets it to ensure that it goes on someone that's underserved and that the clothing is very needed.
1: This is kind of on a micro level, and, and maybe you don't know the answer to this, but they've got all the merchandise in the stadium so that as soon as the game is over, they can take it to the field and give it to the players so the players can wear it on the field and everybody can see it, and then they can go out and buy it. So let's say there are a couple of boxes of this stuff in the stadium where does that go? Does that go back to that, the distribution that, that,
4: center? Yes, it does. Okay. It does not get opened. It does not get opened. And, and the NFL is very strict and compliant with their merchandise. Rightfully okay. so.
2: Yeah, because that's um, – I was reading a story on this and how it's – the NFL keeps it pretty secret. It's on the download. Mm-hmm. It's Obviously, we're talking about it, so we know what happens. But what they don't want is that product – to hit the public spe- uh, sector because if you do get a shirt that says that the Detroit Lions are the NFC championships, someone can sell that on eBay for a lot of money. It turns into an expensive uh, gimmick type thing.
4: It, it does. And, and so that's why they've entrusted us for the past 10 years. And we're very compliant with the NFL because, you know, their brand's very important and they, and they want to respect the winner's.
2: I know this probably doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it's funny that, so all the shirts, right, have the championship uh, team, the, the, the team that didn't win the championship on it, on the merchandise. So the communities, the people that are getting these shirts and hats, do they know where it comes from and why they're getting it, that this is the team that didn't win?
4: No, no, they don't. All they know is they have a hat to keep the sun out of their, you know, eyes and a shirt to keep them warm. So... Again, these are really underserved mm-hmm. communities that the product goes to. And so we're taking care of the people and planet.
1: Uh, how does uh, How does your organization decide exactly where it's going and how much of, of the product is going there?
4: Well, all of the product goes there, and we work with the NFL on where they want it placed. And they know where their brand is not as strong as other countries. Mm-hmm. So, And then we assess the need for the organizations that um, serve in the communities and then collectively we make the decision.
1: And you do take donations from people and, and how do the donations help you uh, yeah. get this stuff to so, where it's going?
4: So we've been um, we just celebrated our 40th uh, year as a nonprofit and we've and tagged 18 billion dollars worth of goods over these past 40 years. Mm-hmm. And our mission is to close the need gap. There's a lot of product out there, a lot of returns, a lot of DCs that close, uh, companies that want to get SKUs out of their inventory, hiccups with the inventory supply chain. And so we vet the nonprofits. We have over 100 nonprofits in our network throughout the United States, and we are the logistics arm of picking up organizations, donated goods, and we repurpose the product for uh, someone in need, someone that could really use a pair of shoes, a mattress. Um, we have over 400 donors, and they just do a really good job. They want to take care of the people, and they want to also take care of the planet. And we are logistics armed to help them.
2: For a game like this upcoming Super Bowl, it's the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you know mm-hmm. how much... Um, incorrect product meaning you know the loser how much losing product will there be from this game
4: well because they're both very well known franchisees cities of of the nfl there will be thousands thousands of pieces boxes boxes and we'll do this all over again uh, not this week but the following week once we determine the non-winner we'll either be in kansas city or san francisco and retrieving uh, open boxes in Las Vegas.
2: Uh, If I'm correct, before you guys and this charity partnered with the NFL, they would just destroy that merchandise. Do you you partner with any other major leagues, MLB, NHL, NBA, or do you know if there are other
4: charities that do? (laughs) We partner with the MLB. So I want uh, the Cardinals to get through again, y'all,
1: well, so do we. It would help us big time.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, really... It's good for us. Yeah, it's good yeah. for
1: us. It's good for the city. Yeah. We could use it.
4: Absolutely. Well, you guys are a fantastic radio station. Uh, like I said, you know, God bless my mom so, but she absolutely loved you all.
1: Oh, that's great. Thank you. That's great. Thank you very much, even though. Uh, and eight... I
4: do, yeah, I do want to give a shout out to my three sisters, Sue, Rochelle, Robin, Sequin Strong. They're all listening to you. Oh, that's
1: fantastic. Thank. Well, I'm glad they're listening, and uh, Romaine, thank you for being with us.
4: Okay, thank you. Keep doing a fine job, my friend. Hey,
1: thank you. We, we're going to do the oh, best we can. You, Romaine. Romaine Sequin, that's awesome. CEO of Good360. The website is good360.org if you want to donate. So it's cool because we've known for a long time yeah. that's what happens with the merchandise. It's cool to see how they actually go yeah. about doing it. And that it's a, I always thought that the leagues mm-hmm. sent the stuff back but I guess the you need a third party you need a, a, a yeah. tr- an organization like this to do it.
2: Well, and you like they said they have to be so strict with it and rigid with the rules because you don't want that product getting out. What's interesting is that in the the story that I read before the NFL partnered with the charity, I think that was about 20 years ago. I know good 360 has been with them for 10 years I'm not sure if someone else was with them before that but they would just destroy the product so I know they've partnered with MLB I wonder if the NBA the NHL also have similar charities or if that product just goes back
1: well she said she does work with you said NBA yeah she works with them they work with MLB I don't know what the NBA and NHL NHL. do
2: yeah interesting and it's interesting that yeah I mean again it goes to the most underserved communities and they have bigger things on their mind rather than who won the AFC Championship game. But, I mean, think of it. It could be any. It could be a league that we're not familiar with, like a rugby league or a cricket league. I, I would have no idea.
1: Good360.org is the website if you are interested in donating. Amy Marks cores Chris Ranji on KMOX.
2: Oh, do you now, Chris Ranji? I do. He has a couple things to say, ladies and gentlemen. Real Whoa, shocker coming from this guy. Well,
1: really, it's not from me. It's from the text line, oh, 314-436-7900. Well, a couple of them I absolutely cannot read, but they are great.
2: <laughs> texters have... uh, the textures are something else. They're gold, Jerry. They're well, gold. Well,
1: here's one. I'm going to eliminate the person's name, but I am going to say it. Because okay. we were talking about... Uh, dad bods because patrick mahomes had the
2: it's not that he even has a dad bod he's so fit it's just that i think because
1: he said it was a dad bod he said hey what do you want from me i got kids
2: well basically right he's a freak of nature and how skilled athletic talented there's nothing this guy can't do and i guess in our heads we subconsciously think he will look like thor
1: you're right right
2: but he but he doesn't which is good it's relatable it's like wow
1: He's a dad bod, and then Amy said, what about a god bod? Does anybody have a god bod? because <laughs> well, of Thor. Because of Thor. And somebody texted in, it's mean, and I don't like saying it, but I can't pass this up. If you're looking for a god bod at your office, there is one, and the god is Buddha. I'm very sorry and will likely burn in hell. That is from the text line. I'm not going to name the name of a person that this person named. But this person knows the office. I will tell you that. We are <laughs> Our texters are very good sometimes. They very are very good. Can I And also very inappropriate.
2: Well, yeah, we can't.
1: And we but we love the interaction with you.
2: Yeah. Love it. We do. We do love the interaction. Hey, you remember when we had the caller and you said, "Oh, you've been listening to us. You've been picking up trash." Oh, Mike, Mike Mike and Kirkwood knew what you were saying.
1: Yeah, so Mike said, "Hey, I've been listening all day, Mm -hmm. Uh, and we had been picking
2: up, talking about picking up trash in the city of St. Louis."
1: I said, "Mike, so then, since you've been listening all day, would you say you've been picking up trash?" And I think he thought I meant he was picking, picking up tr- trash. Like a, being no.
2: a garbage man. Like, yeah. We Which meant is, like there's nothing us- wrong
1: with that job.
2: Right. And I don't want it to sound like you, were, you weren't you were making fun of that. What he was saying is, we're the trash. Like, I'm picking up trash. He's listening to us on the radio.
1: Yeah. Um, That's we, what we meant. We he, appreciate it. Yeah. Do we want to take a call? There's a person who's been on hold for a while. Ooh. And his name is Bob. Bob. You know what? Let's try it. Let's try a Bob in St. Louis. Hey, Bob, you are on KMOX.
5: Hey, Well, that's that's great. Listen, two things I want to make. Uh, uh, I saw this morning on uh, television that the Quinnipiac poll showed that, uh, now this isn't the only thing I want to say because I want to talk about Amy, but nevertheless.
1: Well, actually, well, just, get just get to that.
2: We I'm don't like, care about well, this well, wait poll, wait a Bob. Let,
5: let, me make, let me make the two points. And ended, the Quinnipiac poll said that, Biden was way ahead of of Trump, but but then he was losing to the lady, and uh, that was interesting. I I don't know if you guys have pulled pulled that up or not, but let me make the other point. Okay,
1: when, the lady uh,
2: being Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley,
1: who in a lot of polling does better than Biden as yes. someone
2: who's been referred to as the lady. Yes, um yes, yeah, Nikki right.
4: Haley.
5: Hey, okay. uh You know, when uh, you, you, uh, Amy, you and Charlie are on together. Well, Charlie and I go back a long way. Uh And I, I happened to be in the Missouri sports hall of fame as a basketball coach. And, and I told, I told Charlie, I said, listen, I'm going to make a recommendation that Amy goes into the Missouri sports hall of fame for her work running marathons. And he said, well, I'll talk to her. Well, I'm, I'm assuming he talked to you because he got back to me and he said, you know, uh she said that she hadn't done enough yet to go into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame and i i i thought to myself boy she is really special but
4: ne- <laughs> but, but, i but have
5: not
2: there are so many more deserving people i i am uh, I am nothing compared to a lot of the runners i run with
5: well i'm sure that might be the case but but uh i was going to do that and uh, because i had already gone in myself And uh, I coached 35 years at Forest Park Community College. We won 509 and lost 240, and I placed 125 athletes with scholarships all around the country.
2: That's awesome! Yes, I I, incredible work that you've done, and and honestly, and thank you for uh, thank you for the suggestion to Charlie. I'm I'm really honored, Bob. Is
1: this Bob Nelson? That's right. Google is so awesome. Hey, Bob Nelson, we appreciate you calling.
2: He's a a legend of a listener and a caller, and in the Sports Hall of Fame.
1: And he has an inflated idea of what you are. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate the phone Thank call. Thank you. Yeah. Sports Hall of Fame for you.
2: That's right, baby.
1: Are you kidding
2: me? I'm going to talk to Bob more. Well, I,
1: I mean, I would, too. I, you're
2: I'm You're saying I'm stuff really like honored. that about me. I'm really honored, Bob. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I I will say this about the uh the poll. This is something that I have said. I do think Trump is one of the few people who could lose to Joe Biden, and I think Nikki Haley beats Joe Biden if they go head to head. And I I have used the word handily. I know you've you've disagreed. I don't with agree that with word, that. It, but she I do might. think Nikki Haley has a way better chance of beating Joe Biden than Donald Trump.
1: Yes, I will agree with that point, but I don't think that it's a a shoe in I don't think she walks with it. By the way, she was on The Breakfast Club, which is a radio show out of New York, Mm -hmm. I want to say. And she um, did a long interview, about an hour. And this is just kind of a continuation of what the way she has been speaking lately.
5: Two more questions. How has Trump changed politics for the good and the bad?
4: He's made it chaotic. He's made it self-absorbed. He's made people dislike and judge each other. He's left that a president should have moral clarity and know the difference between right or wrong. And he's just toxic. I mean, he, you know, I think a lot of the things he broke needed to be broken. But he doesn't know how to fix things again. And it's not okay to just break. You've got to fix it and make it better.
1: So, hmm. I, I mean, it's it, it's very direct. I, I think she's done a lot of this in the last several weeks, been more direct about, you know, him being honest about former President Trump. Don't think it's going to work. But I can't really argue with a lot of that. And a lot of people no. will disagree with me. They'll say, no, he's not toxic. He's great. I I think he kind of is.
2: Yeah, that was, I mean, that was an impressive answer because he, he said, what else did he do that was good and bad? And she said he broke some things that needed to be broken, but he didn't fix it. Yeah. You have to have a solution. You can't just tear down.
1: It's not going to work for her though. Yeah. Too little, too well, late. I don't
2: right. know. I, I'm going to be naive and hopeful.
1: Dave Glover show there. is coming up. We're back tomorrow at 10 o'clock. More train and REO speed wagon tickets to give away on a Friday here on KMOX. It's the Chris and Amy show.